I think all of this was lack of communication. Yeah, 99% of the time you put up a system in place and it's fair. Everybody agrees to it and you don't have to worry about it. Right. It's 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 the vacuum. It's like in a vacuum, I don't know what your struggles are and you don't know what mine are. Right. And I don't tell you and then you just assume if I, like you said it before, like, I don't know, that's a $3,000 transmission. Don't you want to sell that thing? Isn't it better to sell it than not sell it? Just give me $100 off. Meanwhile, $100 is the entire profit. Right. <laughs> you know, and you don't know that. And so it's like, you need to communicate. You got to communicate. That's exactly what happens. Hey, I'm Coach Jay. I'm the G-Man. We've built this podcast for the hardworking men and women of the automotive community. Some of you will listen and be entertained. Others will listen and apply. Our purpose is to provide both. Welcome to the Hard Shop Life. All right, all right. Here we are back again. Hard Shop Life with your coach, Jay and the G-Man. The G to the man. What's up, G man? I'm uh, I'm good, brother. What's up with you, bro? We talked about <laughs> it uh, a little while ago uh, about your glasses. You just got you got glasses not too long mm-hmm. ago. I wanted to, yep. I want to open up and talk about the glasses. How are the glasses going? Okay, the glasses are good. <laughs> yeah, can you see the speedometer and the odometer when you're driving? I mean, dude, I have the bifocals. Yes, I succumbed to the to my age. And now I have the bifocals and I can't tell you how much clearer my iPhone is now when I look at it. I'm like, oh, wow, I can see, I can read. It's kind of crazy, but it's, uh, it's actually pretty cool. It's pretty you know, cool. It's the hard part is the computer just because I can't figure out where the hell to hold my head. Because yeah, I have so, these progressives. So it's like, it's, yeah. it's progressively more magnification as it goes down. So. Bro, you look awesome. You yeah, look awesome. You. The thing that you just started for me, unfortunately, is people now know you have glasses yep. on, right? And, you know, you look magnificent. So now you, what you did is put more emphasis on people looking at me and going, hey, Coach Jay, you seem to be squinting a lot. You do squint a lot. All yeah, the time. Yeah, it's time yeah. Like, maybe it's time. It's like, catching up Follow too, the G-Man. <laughs> like, follow the G-Man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, go get them bifocals, my friend. Get them bifocals. Come to the side. Get some readers. Carry some readers in your backpack. I'll tell you what, man. I've thought about it. And I did it one time before until they broke. And I just didn't like it too much. I just didn't find a set of glasses that really worked for me. So I've really thought about going to do some, um, what do you call it? Lasix or something like that. Maybe. Or because I have this astigmatism. Mm. So, so I thought about really, you know, getting, um, uh, contacts, mm. you know, do you guys have, do you have experience with contacts? No, I won't. No. I can't do contacts. Do you do contacts, Luis? I used to, when I was younger before I, that's, that's how I got my wife. I had the colored green eyes and all that stuff. That was in uh, back in the nineties. Oh, so yeah. look at this guy. So yeah. Wife's like, Ooh, my son's going to have green <laughs> yeah. eyes. Of course I had deep, yeah. deep, dark eyes. So, uh, so, so do you go yeah. full blown tint when you go in the shit? When, when you go in the sun, it gets the, no, no I didn't go full blown. Huh? I don't have so you still got a couple no. levels you can go up. Yeah, I just and then the contact thing. I thought about it, but I can't. touch. I just have a thing about touching my eyeball. So can't do it. Well, as you guys can see, uh, surprise, surprise, we have our guest back again, Mr. Luis Romano, the all star, super powerful, knowledgeable genius uh, parts super guy. Well, you know, fix operations, bro. You know, service too. Okay? Process, service process too. guy. Uh, but I've. I've you are the process guy, dude, for sure. Uh, that's why Gary loves you so much. It's just, it's just all process, process. I'm, I'm over here like all over the place. I just want to, the result. Let's work backwards. Uh, which, by the way, G-Man, we got to get back on there. Some people have asked us about uh, our book reviews. 
Uh, and I, there's a book that I, I have to I'm promote right now. It's called Working Backwards. Uh, it's by the way that uh, Amazon's doing their thing. Some Amazon executive wrote the book and talked about it mm-hmm. uh, and how they set uh, goals and they actually work backwards to see if the goal will work. Things that mm-hmm. you and I do for our mm-hmm. business. So uh, definitely want to talk about concept. that in the future. Yeah. So um, Luis is here because one of our uh, audience members reached out to us not too long ago and had a story that they wanted to share and wanted some information. So this was prompted by our seven deadly sins, right? The, the parts departments. Yeah. So if you haven't heard that one, go back and, and search that. Um, that was a great episode. We had a, we had a, a three parts managers that was including Luis, who had been a parts manager at one point um, on that episode, talking about what the seven deadly sins of a parts manager parts department was. So great episode. And, and it spawned a question. So. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, I'll give you a little bit of backstory. So there's a parts manager by the name of Sean. Yes, I'm going to use your real name, Sean, because it's a big shout out to you. Uh, and so I have a man. Um, this, he's a parts manager and he uh, reached out and said a question. He said, hey, Coach Jay, just want to let you know a little bit of a story about what happened. And and I listened to your parts parts. Thank you very much for uh, parts and talking about parts. I think it's important. But I think what's more important is how you and the G-Man talk about uh, the integration of both departments and how critically important those departments should work together, right? That, that those two really create success and profitability for fixed operations. I said, of course, right? Well, here's the story. So he comes and goes, I want to share a quick story about what happened to me uh, recently. And it's really put um, a sour taste in my mouth that I'm trying to overcome personally. Mm-hmm. So he says, here's the story. Coach Jane, the G-Man. I was approached by my service manager on a particular ticket uh, that was expensive, right? There were big parts on there. And my service manager said, look, we are in a scenario where the customer has reached out, does not have the funds and only has a certain amount to pay for uh, the actual service. Would you mind this go around helping me out a little bit more than you usually would? So he says, of course, man, not a problem. I'll definitely, um, you know, help you out, whatnot. He put it down to employee pricing, which at that time for them or it is for them, their policy is 10 percent over cost. Right. Uh, which was a significant savings uh, off of, it, especially when they use, you know, the matrix and all that stuff that you guys talk about. And so that was good. Move on forward. No big deal. Everything's good. He's going through his discounts and his adjustments. I guess it's something that you guys can do. Parts people. I don't know, Luis, yeah. Gary, you can look at where you've hit where, where he was looking at his report that tells him the lowest amount of gross profit percentages or something, something, an ex, mm-hmm. uh, something that was an exclusionary report, whatever Yeah, comes across this RO goes, Oh yeah, I remember this RO looks at it only to find out that there was only a 10% discount on labor. Ah, uh, the betrayal, the betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, I, and he was like, he was like, what? Wait a minute, man. Hold on one second. Uh, I, I lost all gross here. You still, this guy still made 67, 80, 72% gross profit on it. Cause he only took a 2%, you know, 10% discount. And he goes, what the heck dude? <laughs> now I'm hurt. So he says to us, coach, James G man, I am two, three, three things are happening. One, I feel betrayed Two, 
I don't know how to approach this topic with my service manager because I found out about it after I ran this report. Third, how do I overcome if I forgive him? How do I overcome and remove what's now in my subconscious mind that says, oop, alert, alert. If they ask for anything, do I trust him to say that that's what's going to happen? Right. So those mm. were the three questions. Can I start out? Cause I've actually had this. All right. Uh, so I, I actually used to have this. So, so my predecessor was one of those just kind of grumpy parts managers. Oh, you know, just checking everything, but he, he'd focus so much on that discounting part. So I know what, what that feels like. I remember I used to print out the report that actually my, my predecessor gave me and I give it to the service manager and he'd be like, Oh, okay. You'll talk to the advisors. And then, you know, I turn around and he'd be thrown in the garbage. Right. So. Uh, I, I remember that kind of happening and there, there's a couple of things that, that are going on there, right? So it's the, the betrayal. Absolutely. Uh, you're, you're right to feel that way, but there is something a little bit, a little bit above that that needs to happen is that you have to understand that you guys are unified. And I knew early on in, in my parts career that I was only going to get, I'm only going to be as good as my service manager. So I had to kind of like let some of those things go because I didn't know what he did. I never walked in his shoes. So I, d- I don't know why that happens. Uh, the other part, walking in his shoes now, sometimes I, I, I forget, right? I forget the years or the decades of being a parts manager. You know, I catch myself doing that and I have to be the good guy, right? So I, my service manager's like, Oh, we'll just take it off of parts. I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, it, 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 a kind of rule of thumb that I do. And it really starts from the upper leadership is that I go and assess, um, once a year to see what the gross profit margins are. You know, so if I'm for however many, you know, for every dollar I make, how much is my, my parts department? And I use that for bills, for discounts, for things like that. I took it an extreme at the very, the early stage. So Reynolds and Reynolds, um, had a function to where the discounts that are applied can actually be locked by user. So I gave all my parts guys the access to be able to discount it on the service side. And that kind of helped out a little bit, but it was very, it wasn't very service advisor friendly, right? At the very end, they had some sort of heat issue. You know, they had to come back. It wasn't the, the best solution. Uh, with CDK, it actually has a discount function. You can, you can do it through percentages. And, uh, I did that same kind of, uh, formula, right? At a time of 70, 30, right? For every, for every 70 or for every 70 cents I made or a dollar I made, the parts department made 30. So that's kind of how I, I helped myself kind of get over that. And, but, but really the only thing that caught, got me to just really, really overcome that is to, go out and talk to my service or my service manager and find out, you know, like, Hey, we got a common goal here. We got to work it and we got to do it together uh, to where we actually came up with a thing called the game, right? We used to call it uh, char- charge it to the game. Any of those parts, people that have worked with me will remember that. And it really made it fun. It, it helped as silly as that sounds like when we needed to discount something, it'd be like, Hey man, charge it to the game. And the game was an account that was automatically split uh, fairly uh, and, and helped us kind of overcome that. Wait, wait, so you're telling me that, cause I like this. So, so you're saying that you had preloaded a, uh, discount feature that would automatically, once populated onto the ticket, would immediately just split everything evenly in a manner that didn't disrupt too much loss for either party, right? Yeah. It just really, it, it, it did it nice and evenly. You didn't have to worry about it. Uh, it didn't really stop the discounting, but it, it helped kind of make sure that everything was fair. I mean, if you got a guy giving the, the world away, it's not going to really help anything. 
just for the record, uh, right now the G man is cringing when anybody says discount. The guy just like he starts turning red. It brings back. It's, it's a trigger. Well, I, it's a trigger. Come I want to just. I want to just two two parts of your of this uh, question. One one was um, one was about uh, a trust, and uh, and you know can I can I trust him or how do how do I how do I build trust back? And I think the one thing that you can you can rely on the one thing that you can always trust is that people will always do what is best for them, right? People will always do what is in their best interest. So, you know, follow the pay plan. If, if the, you know, I would say that somebody that's discounting parts and not discounting labor most likely has some sort of pay plan that he gets, he's gets, obviously he's getting paid off labor gross or he needs to keep his effective labor rate high or his hours per row need to be at a certain point to get his bonus. And, um, and so he's going to cut it out of the parts and, and hope that you don't have something tied to it. But even if you do, you know, he's going to he's going to kid himself and say that uh, that that doesn't exist because he's you know, I mean, we're just, uh, you know, as human beings, we're just typically we're in it for ourselves. And so um, I would say that that the people are going to default to that. Now, there's that doesn't mean that there's not good people in this world. There are. And I think, you know, and that goes to my second part of this question is you just need to have an honest to God conversation with the guy. You know, it's like, what do I do or how do I approach the the service manager was was, I think, the question. And to me, it's like you just don't pull any punches and just have an honest conversation with them and just say, look, you know, here's the thing. I gave you the discount um, and uh, and I want to work as a team and I, I want to be partners in this deal. Um, but it has to be, there has to be shared equity in this thing. I cannot be the only one that's coming to the table and giving a discount. And we, you know, this was the RO, here's what happened. You know, I was, I was offended by it. I was deeply offended by that. You know, I felt like that we were working together on this and, and, uh, and, you know, and it, it turns out we weren't, and I, I bared the entire burden of whatever discount we're giving away. So in the future, what I'd like to have happen is that we talk about this. We talk about what's going to be equitable on both sides and that we approach it that way. And in doing that, you're not going to eliminate the person's need to do what's a, what's in their best interest. But, you're, you know, people who are, are honest, people who are good people are, are going to now default to having that, that truly an honest conversation with themselves and with you is really what's going to happen out of that. So a lot of people just shy away from that. They don't want the conflict. They don't want to talk about it. Um, I'd say understand what people's motivations are and then go at it directly. And if he is, is if you, you got to read the book, winning from a uh, winning through intimidation, if he's, he, if he's that type of person that really just doesn't care, is going to take your chips anyways. And if you read the book, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, then there's really not a whole lot you can do with that. And you have to just shut the whole thing off. Right. Okay. So logical answers from logical people. That's what you two just gave me. I love mm-hmm. it. Okay. Well, I get it. It's, it's facts, not feelings. Okay. Now let me let coach Jay talk about the feelings part of it. Cause Uh-oh. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna just tell you where I would Pull see up it. your hip waiters. Get ready. It's going to get, get deep. It's going deep. <laughs> it's going deep only because I've experienced it. And let me tell you, I, I talk about things that people don't like talking about, but because it's the truth. One thing I know for certain oh, is that I've experienced it. Yeah. I have experience with somebody. <laughs> who, who, who was that? Who was that? I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to call anybody on this, uh, on this chat right here or what? It's one of the three people on this podcast. (laughs) Not me. So, so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
because I've, I, I've personally seen it. I've personally experienced it. I've personally have heard of it. Okay. Uh, and, and we joke about it all the time, but this on the service side of it, not understanding. And that's, that's where I'm going to talk about. And, and that's where the lesson or the, uh, just my story behind it is, um, yeah, dead on the money, G man. It does deal with some, some pay plan structured things and whatnot, but here's the deal too. There is, there has been this stupid bitterness and we joke about it all the time. We, we talk about it all the time where parts people don't come across as working as hard as the service people. And so the service people come in and they, they, it's ego, it's arrogance. And what they do is they decide, going, wait a minute, man, this guy comes in at 11, leaves at three o'clock every day, right? That's what the service man, the service guy is talking about the parts guy, the parts manager, right? And we joke about it. Right. Uh, this guy is getting praise all the time because his net to gross numbers are far exceed mine. Right. When, 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 when higher ups are talking about, you know, the parts department, the parts department gets to order anything they want. They have open, they have an open line of credit, only them and the accountant of the company and the general manager can buy whatever they want, but I can't, the service guy can't. So all these stupid personal facets can cause you stupid assumptions and stress. You see what I'm saying? So there was something underlying here, right? That probably has nothing to do with the parts manager whatsoever, but it came to, and, and, and look, G-Man, you could be right. It could be just the guy, the guy, everybody just works their pay plan. But I also support the fact that both of you have said, you just need to put a system in place, create the fairness. And I think all of this was lack of, of communication. Yeah. 99% of the time you put up a system in place and it's fair. Everybody agrees to it and you don't have to worry about it. Right. It's, it's, it's the vacuum. It's like in a vacuum. I don't know what your struggles are and you don't know what mine are. Right. And I don't tell you. And then you just assume if I, like you said it before, like, I don't know, that's a $3,000 transmission. Don't you want to sell that thing? Isn't it better to sell it than not sell it? Just give me a hundred dollars off. Meanwhile, a hundred dollars is the entire profit. Right. On that thing. You know, right. you don't know that. And so it's like you need to communicate. You got to communicate. That's exactly what happens. You know, you know, one thing, too, is um, since since I did both pretty extensively is is you got to remember one parts people. You don't understand the pressure that the service guys have to go through mm-hmm. like that. That's something that unless you walked in their shoes, you you really can't appreciate. I, I promise you that from a uh, from somebody that's been, you know, thought he had it figured out. Uh, I mean, when I was a, I went from an assistant parts manager to a service advisor. And I remember when I went to the service, I was like, oh, these lazy service guys don't do anything. All they do is call people and tell them, you know, how much it's going to be and essentially cashiers. And I remember the first day I was a service advisor, I was like, oh my God, what did I just get myself into? Right. <laughs> and that really changed that. That made me a great parts manager because I understood what they went through. So these little discount things, it, it didn't bother me. Uh, but. You know, when, when I knew I had to elevate the parts department, there came a time where I had to raise my hand and say, you know what? Screw it. If, if I want to make change, I'm going to have to do it myself. And that's how I got into the service game, right? Mm-hmm. Is because I was tired of the, the discounting and nobody listening and whatever it was. Um, so, you know, you can't just sit there and complain and they're discounting this and you're discounting that. If you're a capable manager, you know, you have just as much, you know, right to, to try to tackle that position. Right. So that's kind of my advice is, is one walk in somebody else's shoes to understand what they go through 
Um, cause there typically is a reason you're always going to have like what, what Gary said, everybody's in it for themselves. Um, but at the same time, it's a great opportunity for you to say, you know what, the next time the service manager position comes up, you know, I want to give it a shot. I want to give it a try. Right. And, uh, it just makes you better. And same thing with, uh, uh service managers, put yourself in, uh, I, I used to do it, uh, you know, when I used to run multiple stores, I would actually swap, uh, managers from department to department, from department to department, in different stores so that they can walk in each other's shoes, right? The guy with the biggest warehouse would go into the, the guy's dealership with the smallest warehouse so he could see what his troubles were. Um, and, and it really, it was a great exercise. GMs loved it um, because it, it really got them to be well-rounded and understand what everybody else is going through. It's good stuff. Yeah, man. Great stuff. Great stuff. And, and I, uh, I, you know, G-Man, because of you, because of what we talk about, we finally got an info at jdicoaching.com. Like we're finally getting people sending us good content stuff, like stuff yeah. we can talk about, yeah, for sure. you know, cause this is, this is real life. This guy who's trying to be a good guy is trying to overcome an obstacle and he's reaching out and saying, Hey man, I'm kind of stuck here and I just need to know how can I improve this relationship? How can I make it happen? Yeah. And and they reached out to us. I mean, and I thankfully, guess the good the good side of that, the really good side of that, is that he actually wants to wants yes, to improve the relationship. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's where I got to give him some mad shout outs. And Sean, by the way, buddy, uh, we're gonna reach out to you. Uh, we'll send you some swag. G man, we can send him some swag, right? Yep. We'll send you some swag. Uh, I think it's fantastic. I want to encourage anybody else. If you have a scenario, if you have a question, if you have something that you'd like to discuss, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And if you feel confident enough or, or, or have the courage that you want to come on here, bro, we've gotten this new remote way of, of making this thing happen. I think it's working. Yeah. I think yeah, we put somebody sure. on this yeah, mic. Get some people on there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So, Hey, mad shout out to you. I hope you resolve it. I hope that you're able to get some, some nuggets of knowledge out of this thing. Luis, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for coming on again and, and really showing, you know, both sides of it. Right. Uh, if, if there's if there's one little more nugget you can give in regards to this, Luis, what would the one nugget be for both sides? Just one little more. And if you have to reiterate the thing you just said, say it. But what what is one takeaway for either end? Really is is focus on yourself and 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 don't worry about the little things, right? Because I think there's more to that than than just that one question. Maybe that's what what it was. It came through. Um, but really don't, don't let that ruin, you know, your, your day or ruin what it is you're trying to accomplish. I mean, if it was, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. So that's pretty much all I can say with that. Cool. Sounds good. G man, anything else? Any other words of wisdom, buddy? No, I think that's it. Communication. We talked about it. I think you just, you got to communicate. And if, uh, you know, if you're, you find yourself in that situation, just don't back down from it. Um, have the hard conversation, you know, it, it, it's, not having it is worse and, and you, you leave yourself open to disappointment when you, uh, when you do that, when you, when it's a vacuum of information, there's nothing there. That's, that's where it's going to hurt you. So do something about it. Change it. Yeah, man. Uh, I think facts and feelings all work into play in, in regards mm-hmm. to this story. So again, a uh, big shout out to our listeners. Uh, please, we want to get hear more from you and uh, the G man, you ready to, to rock and roll. Take us, us home. Here? All right. So thank you for tuning into this episode of the hard shop life. We appreciate you guys tuning in without your participation, support ears. We're up to just uh, over 10,000 downloads without that. 
Um, really this, uh, this would be a little bit of a hollow <laughs> quest that we're on, but we want to bring information and, uh, and we want to bring content to you guys out there, the hardworking men and women of the car business. So, uh, please reach out. Let us know that you're hearing it. Let us know what you like, what you dislike. Info at jdicoaching.com. If you got a, to- a topic, a question, a concern, you want to just chat with us a little bit, uh, you can reach out to us at any time. Info at jdicoaching.com. We're going to continue our, our uh, top advisor series this year. Um, I already got a couple in the can. You should be hearing one coming out very, very shortly. Um, that, that was a huge hit last year. We got a lot of great feedback from that. So we're going to keep that going this year, this season's here in season four. Um, so listen to that. If you are a top advisor or let me put it to you differently. If you know a top advisor and would like to nominate somebody, give us just a little bit of contact info, just their email. Um, and we will reach out to them and, uh, and try to get them on the podcast because we want to talk to as many top advisors this year as humanly possible. So again, info at jdicoaching.com. Reach out hey, to us. I don't mean to interrupt you, G-Man, because this is, I love, I love how you do the outro for us. It's fantastic. But mm-hmm. I, but since Luis is on here, bro, do you think, do you think, Luis, that we could interview parts advisors? I mean, would that be a thing? I love it. I, I think that's great. I mean, we should definitely include them, right? They're part of fixed ops. Like, but what do, how, what do you, how do they get measured? Like, what do you do? Like, how, how does it, how, how do we talk to them about, uh, I mean, I don't even know what metrics to talk about. Like we usually talk with advisors about their customer interactions or whatnot. Is it, is it talking to parts advisors on how they can get a part in faster, how they can overcome certain obstacles? How, what do you think it is? I, I think it's, it's all of the above and how they help service advisors and the service team. Remember some, some parts guys may disagree right now, but I'm telling you, you're only as good as your service department. I promise you that. Uh, when parts managers are asking me, Hey, should I change stores or what's this? And I said, it depends. Who's your service manager? You know, who, who are you going to do? Yeah. And so I think that's, that would be great because you're going to have some good guys out there that, that just do the right thing. And, uh, I'm sure they would love to kind of give tips and tricks on what they do, uh, to kind of help out their service department, which in turn helps out their, their parts department. Bam. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get them on. Let's Bam. get them on let's the podcast. Do it. Let's do that. So if you're a parts person or you're a parts manager or you want to nominate a parts person to be talked to, you want to, you want to just, Hey, you just want to, uh, uh, get on here and just voice your opinions. Let us know and we will, uh, we will talk about getting you on it and turning that into a show. So again, info at jdicoaching.com. We will see you on the next episode of Hard Shop Life. <laughs>